everyone, and welcome to the Product Marketing Live podcast brought to you by Product Marketing Alliance. My name is Emma Bellardi. I'm a content marketer here at PMA. This episode is brought to you by behavior analytics tool, Hotjar. Hotjar lets you see how people truly experience your site or product and gives your users a voice. Let real users show and tell you the changes your team should make to improve your users' experience and eliminate the guesswork. Use Hotjar to understand how users experience and interact with your product so you can make the changes that matter most. Try Hotjar for free today at www.hotjar.com alliance. As part of this series, we're connecting with PMMs all over the world about various product marketing topics. And in this episode, we're joined by Angela Zhang. We'll be chatting about building trust with stakeholders in a fully remote environment. Angela's a product marketer at DocuSign, where she leads the Identify portfolio of products. Thanks for joining us, Angela. Hi, Emma. Great to be here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at DocuSign? Sure. Uh, currently, I lead product marketing for Identify, DocuSign's suite of identity verification and authentication products. Previously, I spent some time at Gusto and Facebook, also in product marketing, and my background is typically in the zero to one stage, moving new products from innovation uh, to launch. I come from a strategy background and really have loved product marketing's blend of strategic thinking, insights, and execution. Oh, and I'm based in San Francisco, which is a city I love, even in the pandemic. (laughs) Excellent. So in your opinion, what are the key components to effective cross-functional delivery when your team's completely remote? Yeah, that's um, that's something we're all all learning to adapt with. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would say uh, there, there are a few things. One is really get to know your team members one-on-one as much as possible, especially with the key stakeholders, uh, which for me and for a lot of product marketers would be product management, sales, any kind of post-sales adoption, customer success, uh, and then data science as well for my particular role. Um, Number two is, I think, getting that balance right between uh, talking about tactics versus still keeping everyone aligned on the broader picture of what a particular product or launch is trying to accomplish in the yeah. context of, uh, you know, the roadmap or the product family. What what I've found is, especially during COVID, sometimes it's much easier to just execute, you know, keep your head down. Everyone does their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you lose a lot when you don't have those frequent sync ups where you really talk about like, hey, what's the goal between or what's the goal behind this big launch? What are we trying to really get at? And what is the the, the North Star beyond just get trying to get through this next phase or this next, you know, insight session? Yeah. Um, or very tactical, tactical issues. So Talking about the pandemic, how has that impacted your product roadmap plans and how have you adapted to those changes? Well, DocuSign has always believed in the power of doing business digitally. So that's how we that's how we started. Yeah. Uh, and our roadmap reflects that. COVID-19, you know, the pandemic really did cause the whole team to have to adapt. Again, going from in-person collaboration and brainstorming to doing everything over video conference and email. 
Um, I, I will say we're pretty fortunate and I feel pretty fortunate that a lot of the things that were already on the roadmap is now only more relevant because of the pandemic. Yeah. And so I would say the pandemic, you know, helped us even even more accelerate and see the see the impact and importance of what we're doing mm-hmm. now. Then what we had to adapt to is working completely remote and you know, especially between PM and PMM and sales, like trying to find the the cadence and the yeah in the new situation. Absolutely. So, how do you kind of keep the same level of engagement then on like on a Zoom call uh, if you're working remotely when you're prepping for a launch, as you would for like an in person meeting? Mm. Yeah, that's a. Uh... That's that's something I'm still still trying to figure out. Uh, for <laughs> me, <laughs> for me personally, what I found help is one. Uh, depending on the meeting, I usually try to save like a couple a couple minutes to ask people how they're doing. Uh, bring in a little bit of kind of the chit, you know, the chit chat you would yeah. have when you first get into a meeting room when you're in person. Absolutely. Uh, the second piece is. Um, so that's all it's set up, right? Second piece is like try to find times that work for folks, especially who are globally distributed. Um, so our team is very global and I work with a lot of people based in London and Paris. So even in normal times, I'll take extra effort on everyone's part to engage yep. uh, over Zoom and accommodate time zones and all of that. But once you have all the setup uh, done and, and make sure you have that good relationship, it's again focused on like here's this launch and here's what we have to do but then strategically bringing it back to the bigger picture um i think it's important to help the team focus on these bigger strategic goals and see how how our efforts for individual launches ladder up to the broader vision and then to that end i believe a blend of like the really tactical here's what we need to do for launch and then being really clear on, uh, you know, ABC, who is the, who is the person responsible for doing that, who needs to review. And then what are the broader timelines that we have to meet within, let's say like the org wide in order to get this launch to where it needs to go. Um, but on the other hand, it's also helpful to have virtual offsites, that can break down these organizational silos that I think spring up much faster when you're in an all remote environment. Mm-hmm. So for example, I organized like a two day virtual offsite with the VP of product a while back to bring together core and extended teams. So in addition to PM and PMM, we brought in design, CS, solutions engineers, et cetera, to talk about our roadmap for, oh, you know, upcoming launches and how that all impacts our goals for the year for, you know, our, our annual vision. Yeah. And I think once you have people who feel really bought in, then during the Zoom call themselves, it's not just one more thing they have to take off their uh, to-do list. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but it's, it's more of a shared sense of excitement on Absolutely. what can happen. Yeah. They feel some kind of ownership over it as well. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like pretty important to them then, I guess. Um, so has the pandemic forced you to delay or pull any any launches? It really hasn't. Uh I've been I've been impressed with how focused the whole team is. And we're yeah. we're building and we're launching. And so I 
you know, I feel very fortunate to be where I'm at. Awesome. So operationally speaking, how has DocuSign adapted to the changes that COVID's thrown its way? Mm. So I'll, I'll handle this from two sides. One is how DocuSign reacted like for its employees. Yeah. And then also the way DocuSign, you know, responds to customers and like market needs. Okay. Excellent. Um, for for the employees, I, I have to say I've been really, really impressed with how leadership has handled this whole thing mm-hmm. um, to, to the best of their ability, right? Within the constraints of the fact that there is... That yeah. there is a Nobody pandemic was prepared for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a pandemic and you still have to do work, yeah. right? Um, so within those two constraints, I think the leadership, Dan Springer, the CEO, um, has been really incredible. So they've, um, they've like very quickly pivoted to everything online. Um, they, you know, made a determination that everyone should stay home and that safety and employee comfort is number one. Yeah. When they decide when to reopen the offices, every all hands that we have, um, they will address questions and proactively offer up, um, planning or what the leadership is thinking in terms of opening back up and having people back in the office. They've offered folks, you know, more days off during 2020 to help combat the burnout. Yeah. Um, This is a very salient topic. And so I feel comfortable that, that our leaders are thinking and talking about this and planning for everything with uh, employees' interest. 